You are now tuned in to Go Time Dolphins with Charlie Touche and Kadeem Simmons, the Miami Dolphins podcast that's for the fans and by the fans. Gotta make them lose their mind when it's your time. And it's your time. Going all out when it's go time. I ain't wasting no time. Gotta make them lose their mind when it's your time. Cause it's your time. Lay it on the line when it's go time. Don't waste no time. Fans from different parts of the world and fans from different walks of life. One franchise is the common denominator. The Miami Dolphins are front and centre the topic of conversation in the city, and one can only hope that the expectations are exceeded once again. Offence sells tickets, but defence wins championships. Fins up, Fin fans. Now back to Charlie and Kadeem. The offence has been putting on an absolute clinic um, so far in training camp. And it's definitely got a lot of fans excited heading into a new season. Um, just how good can this unit be? Bro, we here now. They old news. Anybody who used to listen to Jeezy. Listen, bro, all that rapping, that, that, um, the sneak dissing, since we on Jeezy, you know what I'm saying? Everybody sneak dissing, talking about Tua ain't it. And... Oh, we got the lemon and tours a bus, and the dolphins are X, Y, and Z. Look, man, it's funny how people want to assess us with practice squad receivers and the offensive coordinator and Chan Gailey, who just came from off the couch. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, we got a whole new offense, basically. A whole as far as like the um the uh the players, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, we here, we ready. Miles Gaskin, friend of the podcast at, at running back, man. Tua got weapons. Dog throwing uh, uh, wheel routes to Savan Ahmed on, on, on IG. Bro, I'm, man, listen, I'm so excited. I just can't hide it, bro. Like, I'm, like, I just can't wait. And, and I already know somebody's going to sneak Tua from me in fantasy football. But it's all right, though. Listen, it's go time, Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins podcast that goes not only across the pond, but across the world. I'm Charlie Touche. I got Kadeem Simmons with me. And today we got a guest. Listen, check it out. Everybody know who, who, who Bert and LB is. And we never get to really mention X, right? X is Bert's brother. All right. And we kind of plug X in a little bit, but it's it's okay. So not to be confused with Xavier and Howard, not com- to be confused with one of my exes that I be talking about. You know what I'm saying? But X is, is X, Jude X. You feel me? So Bert's brother, X, went through the academy twice. You know what I'm saying? Is now deputy sheriff. And I met some of his friends. You know what I'm saying? And the, the guest that we have on the show today is a co-worker with X. And we could give him his own identity. His name is KB, but not just KB. Deputy Sheriff KB. Bro, one, we appreciate you serving our community. And Thank the you. fact that you are a Dolphin fan, bro. And to have you on the show, man. We've been trying to get you on for a little minute. Like, how you doing, bro? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. That was up. So how you how you became how you became a uh, my bad how you became a, a dolphin fan, bro? It's just something that kind of just 
was with me as a child. I've always been a Dolphin fan growing up, seeing Zach Thomas, Jason Taylor back in those days. I've always been a Dolphins fan. Hey, Kadeem Simmons with the Zach Thomas jersey. Bro, your shirt looked like a, a Miami shirt. Like, like we, I, like, it's not, it's I not. like it. You Next time I get in my Dolphin gear. That's what's up, man. Hey, they, they, they ain't going to see it anyway, so you good. But, hey, <laughs> the state of the Dolphins right now, where, where do you think we at? I think it's good. It's in good hands. It's in good hands with Flores. Not because he's coming from the Patriots, but Belichick has a long-term history of success. And his success is very simple. Doing your job at the basic level. Not trying to overdo it. Not trying to confuse what scheme we're going to run, how are we going to run these plays, keeping it very simple. And I'm a defensive guy. Flores coming as a defensive-minded coach is an awesome thing for the Dolphins, especially with the roster that we have. So I believe if everybody does their job, we limit the injuries, everybody stays healthy, Dolphins can finally go past the first round of playoffs. Funny you said, like, basic, just do your job. Because we have a little discrepancy here on this show. I feel like, I feel like we can move on from X. Kadeem is wishy-washy. I guess he feels like now he wants to keep X. Where do you feel like we are with Xavier Howard? Do you feel like, yo, it's, it's good that we keep him? It, it's, 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 or we, we could have moved on from him? I'm going to give you the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good... You keep the chemistry with Xavier and Byron together. Um, the good thing about having X, before I say that, the, the good in X is people are going to throw the ball his way because you have Byron on the other side. A lot of people underestimate how good Byron is. Because they don't want to throw it to Byron, they, they take the chance of throwing it X's way, and he's going to pick it off. He's a great corner, however... He is not healthy. He has done one full season where he's actually played every game. He's hurt too often. I get his contract situation. I get the numbers. I get why he feels like it's important for him to hold out and why he feels some type of way about Byron. But in retrospect, Byron is actually the better corner when it comes to being reliable. You want somebody that's going to be on the field. I don't care how great you are. If you can't be on the field, you know, used to me. He can't stay on the field because of injuries. I'm not saying it's scheme because when, when he came out, I already knew he would be great. It's just a matter of time. Now he has his time. He's reaching towards the end of his prime. I say if we get picks like we got for Tunstall, we trade him. If not, we keep him. We rework his contract, give him one more year guaranteed, and cut him after that. It's business at the end of the day. You can't be emotionally tied to these players. I love Xavier Howard. I was pro, like I said, I'm a defensive guy. When we got him and we reached up to get him, everybody like, why the heck did they reach up to go get this guy? Watch his tapes. Like, this kid's going to be a stud. He hasn't played every season. So if you're a franchise, you want to compete for a long term. He's not long term. If you I, want to compete long term, examine, isn't it? I just want to be clear. Did you say Byron Jones is more reliable than Xavier Howard? 
I did. All right, that's all you gotta say. All right, all right just stop right there. That's, I just wanna know. Hey, that's you good. You good. I like it. I like it. What's up, Kadeem? I don't think I've ever disputed that Byron Jones is more reliable. Just look at the stats. Look at his numbers. Like, you know, we all know Byron Jones in terms of staying healthy and being on the field. It's a more it's a more reliable corner, you know. And again, I'm also of the opinion and the belief that. Yeah, a lot of Xavier Howard's success last season came from Byron Jones being shut down on the other side. Byron Jones, to me, the shutdown corner. Xavier Howard isn't. I've said it on this podcast. You can test X. You can put up 50 to 100 yards on X, game in, game out. At the same time, I think it'll come down with like one or two passes. And I think I saw this dumb stat, which I'll have to double check. But it's something like, in three games, Xavier Howard didn't give up a single yard. Like he was locked, shut down. Jalen Ramsey, Revis Island, Stephen. Like he was, he was brilliant. The problem is, and when I had that rant about Xavier Howard a couple of episodes ago, is that same way people want to ignore to his good games and look at you know the games when he got pulled against the Broncos and the Raiders and how he you know basically blew it against the Bills. People don't talk about the games where Hopkins just turned X inside out. We spoke about the numbers against the Bills. We spoke about against some, not even some like, that's, that's not fair. Robert Woods is a really, really good wide receiver. But he had Xavier Howard on his heels all game. And we talked about it. And then Robert Woods went off against Xavier Howard. And I think that's why, you know, X can believe he is the best corner in the league. X can believe should be, he should be paid more than Byron Jones, than any other, every other corner. But X, this is a really long-winded way of me saying X isn't shut down. He's just an absolute bullhawk. And it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, if you've got a dog, or if, if you meet a dog and you put his hand, you put your hand in your mouth and he goes to bite you and you pull it out, you're like, ah, it missed me. And you keep on doing it. Eventually, he's going to bite your hand off. Eventually, Kujo's going to get your hand and rip it off. And that's X. You can follow him over and over again. Eventually, he'll pick you off. Whether that's worth all this, all these issues and all that kind of stuff, it probably is because of the numbers that X brings in terms of interceptions. So, Deputy Sheriff KB. Hey, hey, listen, man. Look, man. Hey, again, we just appreciate Deputy Sheriff. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, KB, bro. Another topic for the Miami Dolphins. It's a divisive divisive topic. It's Tua Tonga Valoa. Like, you either pro-Tua or you anti-Tua. Like, why is it... Why do you feel like that's what it is in, 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 in our fan base? And where do you where do you lie on on Tua? Okay, I think the reason why there's a division with Tua because if you go back to Alabama quarterbacks, they do not have a they have a bad history when they come to the league. They they don't pan out well. I think that's the stigma with Tua. Um, one is the injury history. Another one is him being a left-handed quarterback. We don't have a lot of left-handed quarterbacks in the league, so it's different. For the receivers, it's different for the O-line. It is Vic was probably one of the many few that had long-term success as a left-handed quarterback. So 
I believe Miami's fan base is very impatient with reason because every year we get these superstars, we get these high-end players, and we feel like this is the year. So I feel like the reason why the, the fan base is divided is because we've been wanting success. We, what the last time we went to the playoffs and won the first round, past the first round is over 10 years. So it's like, I get it. However, I hate to make this comparison, but look at Tannehill. We had Tannehill for seven years. Tannehill wasn't the greatest quarterback, but he wasn't the worst. He did what he needed to do. With the Dolphins with Tua, they're showing everybody we have full faith in Tua. If they trade him, they trade him because they get something good on the table. But we build an O-line. We, we took three young linemen, rookies, put them together, and say, y'all going to play. Yeah, he's going to get some sacks. But what you're trying to build in that O-line is chemistry. We're all rookies. Imagine five years playing together, consistent O-line. They're going to get that relationship with him. Like, hey, we're going to protect this guy. Most of these teams that have good O-linemen and good um, protection, they've been together for a while. They need that chemistry. I believe Tua can go really far. I was a little shaky. X can tell you. Me and him had this debate. I'm like, damn, I like Tua. I watched Tua. I've actually watched Tua from day one before he went to Alabama. I watched him. I'm like, okay, Tua, he has that star ability. But the concern is, can he do it long term with his injury history? Can he, you know, throw the football downfield? Can he be successful in the NFL? And I believe he can. If you go back and watch the Cardinals game, Tua showed you who he really is. Tua showed you, I not only can I throw the ball, I can run the ball in the NFL. Hey, so I let me Tua can make it in Miami and long term. All right, let me ask you this, because you broke up somewhere in the middle, and I just want to be clear, right? You're, you, you think Tua has a, a, has a future as a Miami Dolphin? I do. All right, so dig. I, I'll give you a couple more left-handed quarterbacks, too, though. I'm going to give you uh, Mark Brunel was successful. Not one of yes. the best, but he, he was successful. But then you left out a nugget in Steve Young. You know what I'm saying? Steve Young was right on my radar after Vic. I was going to go there, Yeah, too. yeah. So, but yeah, man. Nah, I, I mean, look. Left-handed, right-handed, doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think his, his time in the sun going to come. Uh, sun's out, gun's out. Yeah, I see Tua, bearded Tua, uh, buff Tua, whatever hashtag Tua you want. We got it. Tight window Tua. What's the hoodie Tua? What's the other one I came up with? I can't even remember it. I forgot it. It was a good one, too. Dang. I got to find it. We had tight window Tua. Tight window Tua. Bearded Tua. Hoodie Tua. We had, we had Tank for Tua for a long time, and here yeah. we go, we have him. Tank for Tua. Hey, you think we Tank? Do you think we really lost games on purpose? Flores, Tank, doesn't fit. Doesn't It doesn't, right? It doesn't fit. Doesn't. Because here's the thing. If they, if they were really tanking for Tua, they would have let Josh Rosen play the whole season. I, straight up. Straight up. What you got, Kadeem? It's, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the game against the Cardinals because, again, it's People, like I said, people are quick to mention the bad games, but they don't give Tua his flowers. They don't appreciate what Tua done in the limited time that he did show how good a quarterback he is. Um, what are your thoughts on Devontae Parker as a Miami Dolphin going forward? 
I believe that this, if he doesn't do well this season, I believe Dolphins will trade him. I believe they'll trade him or even this season to get what they can to. I don't want to say rebuild because we actually rebuilt our team very fast. That I, I believe we cannot remove that title. Dolphins are no longer a rebuilding team. It happened within three years. They stripped the team, got the draft picks, big trade with Tunsil. They're, they're no longer rebuilding. They're now refocusing to make sure we compete and win games. So if you can't win with Flores, you got to go. So Parker, I like Parker. I like him when he came out of Louisville. Same problem with Xavier Howard. He can't stay healthy. So if you're not healthy, you're no good to me. I believe the Dolphins may trade him. But Parker has an ability that a lot of receivers don't have. That one-on-one jump ball ability, I'm taking Parker against a lot of receivers. That's why I want Dolphins to keep him. Hey, let me ask you. Hey, where, where does X come in on the tour conversation? We got to get X on the show. Where, where, where does he come in with the tour conversation? You said you and X were going back and forth. We had this debate. Uh, he, he was tour. He was tour all the way. I, he was like, tour is the man. We're going to draft tour. I was with it too, but I was a little skeptical about Tua, like I said, because of that history. Not his fault, but most quarterbacks that come from Alabama, you got to say they play with star receivers, star running backs, of course. You put me back there, I'm going to do something. Like, he's playing with great athletes. So then when they come and they play in the league and they don't have the five-star, four-star receivers that they have or running backs, they, they normally don't pan out. But I think two is different. Two is is very special. Hey, bro. So, look, we're going to do it like this. The the, the, um, connection ain't the best, so we're going to cut it a little short. But, dog, we need you on another show, man. Like, we're going to keep this one going, too, though. But, hey, we appreciate you coming on for real, for real, bro. Um, Like, (laughs) hey, what's your your schedule? You know, we'll talk off air about your schedule, dog. Deputy Sheriff KB in the building. Look, man, we appreciate you coming on, talking Dolphin football with us. Like, season coming up, too, we, we got to have you back on, bro. Definitely, definitely. Be easy, man. I want to go back to what he said about um Devontae Parker. You know, Parker not staying healthy is, isn't ideal. And, you know, the Dolphins have a bunch of receivers, even in, like, Will Fulham and stuff like that, who can't stay healthy. But... This offense, I feel like there's enough depth to cover for any niggling injuries. And it's a matter of, you know, if anything, the more depth it allows for some players to take, you know, a few snaps off to recuperate and stuff like that. I think a lot of it will be, you know, some there, there might be one week where, you know, the the bulk of the snaps go to Fuller Parker and Waddle. And then, you know, it goes to Williams, Wilson, and what all that. There's so much depth there that Miami can kind of carry one or two slightly injury-prone players. Or, or do you think that it's about, again, shifting through these players and making sure that the six or seven you have are players who can stay healthy for 95, 90 to 95% of the games? I think that question... Is all up to Robert Foster. What do you want to do, Robert Foster? What do you want to do, Kurt Merritt? It's time. Y'all boys can show up and you can answer a lot of these questions. Imagine if Robert Foster decides he wants to show up 
or Kurt Merritt decides he wants to show up, there's no more Preston Williams. Preston Williams is expendable. He's on his last year of his deal. He was a UDFA. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, we wouldn't lose anything if we if we moved on from Preston Williams. Um, I would like to see Preston Williams show up. What is he, six four? You know what I'm saying? Like, it'll be nice to have that on the outside, especially if Parker uh decided he didn't want to be healthy. Now we could just plug and play Preston Williams. I said it time and time again that there's no big difference in Preston Williams and and Devontae Parker except the contract. So it'll be nice if Preston Williams can just show up for us and then take that role of Devontae Parker so we can save $6 million. Now, realistically, both of them injury prone, both of them can't stay healthy, both of them meaning Preston Williams and uh, Devontae Parker. It would be nice if Robert Foster or Kurt Merritt can step into the role and just just own it and be like, you know what? Now we can move on from one uh one of one of Preston or Parker. And I gotta imagine if you move on from Preston this year, you're most likely gonna move on from Parker next year. And you you might you might get a little a little, hey, let's go, let's go replace one of these boys. But y'all stay positive. Test negative for Kadeem Simmons and Deputy Sheriff KB. I'm Charlie Touche. Thank you for tuning in this time. Make sure you catch us next time on Go Time. Already. Gotta make them lose their mind when it's your time. And it's your time. Going all out when it's go time. I ain't wasting no time. Gotta make them lose their mind when it's your time. Cause it's your time. Lay it on the line when it's go time. Don't waste no time. One name has kind of gone under the radar, Lynn Bowden Jr. You know, where does, where does he fit in? Especially given how you, right, we know Waddle is making the, making the team, 100%. But the, so, yeah, we know Waddle and Fuller are making the team, 100%. Everyone knows there could be a, lead, a legit argument about they're not, they're not making the team from... Parkland Williams not being able to stay healthy, from Albert Wilson not playing for a year, despite the fact he looked amazing in preseason, from Jakeem Grant being a cap casualty, from Robert Foster being, you know, not playing him that much, so maybe he goes. From Matt Collins, yes, he's got special teams. He's brilliant on special teams, but as a receiver, he's a bit, mm, we don't quite know. But Lynn Bowden is someone who, the upside is there. Is he someone who we're kind of not paying attention to and for all the wrong reasons. Should he be one who is seen as a sure thing this season? I think, I think Lynn Bowden Jr. is a sure thing. I also think Kurt Merritt and Lynn Bowden Jr. are basically the same. So that's why we don't see Kurt Merritt because you had Jakeem Grant and Lynn Bowden Jr. So for Kurt Merritt to try to get a role in this, in this receiving core if you're going to come in as a special teamers, a special teamer, Kurt Merritt, and you take Mac Hollins' position, Mac Hollins is a big body. Like, you remember that, that catch in Arizona where, when Kadeem was doing the Mac Holland dance. He was doing the Mac Holland dance, you feel me? So he's a big body. 
you can't get rid of all your big bodies. You can't you can't be Mac Hollins and Preston Williams and Devontae Parkerless. That's not gonna work. So it's kind of like they're slotted. Like, yo, Jakeem Grant, Albert Wilson, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, Mac Hollins. Then you have Lynn Bowden, Kurt Merritt, William Fuller, but William Fuller is over the top. You know what I'm saying? So it's how you have them slotted. You still got Malcolm Perry that's probably not going to make the team. I love Malcolm Perry. I also believe Malcolm Perry could work out in the NFL. And this is a good problem to have. We have we have depth at receiver now. And, yo, I like Lynn Bowden Jr. But I don't know if, if, if Matt Collins gets bumped because of Kurt Merritt. If you bump Matt Collins, you kept Parker and Preston. You see what I'm saying? Which that's a, that's a possibility. Yeah, I just think given that Miami really aren't paying you know Williams that much, he he can make the team on on, on that merit alone. Um, it's just a matter of, and again, I know you just bet for them, but I go for them so I can count as well. Jalen Waddle, Will Fuller, Devontae Parker, Jakeem Grant, Lynn Bowden, Preston Williams, Matt Collins, Kirk Merritt. Albert Wilson. That's nine. Like, and that's when we mentioned, you know, Malcolm Perry, Robert Foster. That, that, that's eleven guys. Like, I know, I know, it's a good problem to have, but I am honestly fascinated to see how Miami goes from you know 12, 13, 14 receivers down to six or seven, because they're going to be some very good talent.